0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Talk about stuff that'll keep you awake. I thought I went blind the other day i have several pair of glasses because i hate glasses i resent the fact that i have to wear them i never wore them as a kid it's only been in the last few years that i need them for for reading so i keep losing them I like it's kind of freudian i guess i don't need them for anything but reading just yet but boy i sure need them for reading i haven't been able to read anything with letters smaller than an nfl linebacker without them lately can't even read menus anymore without them I used to fake it for a while you know the waiter would come over and i'd, I'd and I say, I'll have one of these. And uh, one day, a uh, waiter said, uh, you'll have your napkin? <laughs> hey, I think he was putting me on. Anyway, I got a pair of nifty, cheap, fold-em-down reading glasses at the drugstore. So now when I get finished figuring out which is the salmon special and which is my napkin, you know, I can fold them up into that little case and stick them back in my pocket. And Lady Wench keeps reminding me, don't put them in your back pocket, big guy. But after a while, it was just time to go to an actual eye doctor and get glasses that cost just slightly less than my car, the kind that would make it possible for me to read for more than five minutes before going bleary. Now, outside of this deep-seated resentment, I really don't have anything against glasses, except they're not me. Glasses are, are, are George McGinley, kid who lived up the street from me in Brooklyn back in grammar school, he had the famous El Mondo Dorco model glasses that come from the eye doctor already broken with white tape wrapped around the nose part. You ever seen those? I'm pretty sure those glasses were a key reason that George had his first date at the age of 24. And I've mentioned before that I was a perfect physical specimen until my body attacked me some years ago. Except for this reading glasses thing, I'm still in pretty good shape for, as they say, for a guy my age. I also hate. Big deal. You know, I got got some trouble fitting into some of my pants. They shrink. You know that. All right. Honesty time. Truth is that the only below-the-belt garments that have been really comfortable on me in the last few months are are towels and socks. And, of course, Wonder Wench has made it clear that she feels towels are not truly suitable for social occasions at which black socks are required, especially if she's going to be in attendance. I don't know, you know, a nice plaid towel. Looked like my friend McMurdo at his bagpipe band meetings. Little kilt. Anyway, I got a prescription for these glasses that I'm wearing, and then I I bought a frame for them. But I was thinking, my family's mostly from Germany, so maybe a monocle would work. Don't you think that'd look nice? Wonder Wench said she wouldn't kiss me if I tried that. Actually, kiss wasn't the word she used, but I'm not going there. If you agree that a monocle might look neat, especially with that little scar from my non-cosmetic schnozectomy, drop me an email so I can show it to Wonder Wench, will you? The address is dick at dicksommer.com. Be like a, a note from the doctor to the boss. A note from the proud pod program participant to Mrs. Wench. Anyway, I get these little frames... For the glasses with you know the kind with a fishing string wire on the bottom so it looks like there's nothing there so anyway of course I, I dropped them the other day and the lenses popped out so I did what any self-respecting husband would do I went into the kitchen to get a butter knife to fix them and only uh, an hour or so it took me to get them back in there and I got them there and I and wiped off all the fingerprints and everything I put them on and zap I thought I went blind Not only could I not read the numbers on the kitchen clock, I couldn't even find Mr. Wall. Now, that's nasty. I figured either my prescription must have run out or I must have suddenly gone blind. But Wonder Wench got me calmed down and we took the glasses back to the eye doctor and he just kind of smiled and switched the lens that I had on the right side over to the left and vice versa and medical miracle, I could see again. I did a commercial once for a company that was trying to make wearing glasses trendy. I guess the commercial must have worked. I had a friend by the name of Sandy Barron who had a TV show for a while, and he always wore sunglasses. I think he was afraid nobody would notice him without them. I think guys who wear sunglasses indoors or at night don't look sexy. I think they just look like they're blind. Now, I'm sure there are plenty of sexy blind guys, but wearing sunglasses has nothing to do with it. Anyway, time for some Dick's Details interesting but totally unimportant little things that can help to take your mind off your mind. Take your mind off those big things might be keeping you awake. In the 1920s, movie theaters were called petting pantries. In the 50s, drive-in theaters were called passion pits. You, you realize it's, it is at the movies that guys on first or second dates especially experience the worst pain known to mankind. Now, Wonder Wench disagrees with this somewhat vehemently, but I think childbirth is nowhere near as bad as the pain that a guy gets from putting his arm around the back of a girl's chair and leaving it there for two and a half hours. Of course, that's not the only danger there is in going on dates. You can never tell what's going to happen. There's a story about a very surprising date in the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD, It's called A Second Chance. You look pretty good. You're wearing a simple black dress. Short and clingy. It always makes you feel sweet and sexy. You haven't worn it since the Christmas before your divorce. Tonight you felt the time was finally right for you to become a fully liberated single woman again. You treated yourself to a new hair color for the occasion. Blonde. You always wanted to be a blonde. But your husband always made fun of you when you told him that you were thinking about it. It's done up in a soft bundle of curls with a black velvet ribbon to keep it in place. You've been a member of the Club for Divorced Parents for a few months now, but this is the first time that you've gone to one of their dances. You decided that instead of waiting at your table for some man to ask you to dance, that you'd pick a man yourself, take him by the hand, and lead him onto the dance floor didn't take you long to find an interesting-looking guy just a few tables away. You took three deep breaths, you put on your friendliest smile, and you looked up directly into his eyes and asked him if he wanted to dance. He didn't even hesitate. He just looked down at you and said, No. And just as he spoke, the music stopped and you knew that everyone in the room heard him. You didn't expect that. But you didn't let it stop you, either. You turned to the guy right next to him, simply held out your hand without even looking at him. He looked absolutely shocked. He smiled, and he actually kissed your fingertips. You stood up, and you slow danced with him for the rest of the night. He's a little older than you. Not very good-looking. Short, heavy-set, balding. Not even a good conversationalist, but very polite, little old-fashioned, very nervous. He had very comfortable arms. He couldn't take his eyes off you. And now he wants to see you again, and you like the idea very much. It's actually exciting. You certainly didn't expect it. And then he apologized for making fun of you, for wanting to be a blonde, and told you how sweet and sexy you look in that little black dress. And he said, cheating on you was the worst mistake of his life except for one thing, just that one thing. He said the worst mistake of his life was not stopping the divorce. That's a story called A Second Chance from the Bedtime Stories Personal Audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this pod program or you can get a nice, clean, fresh download copy by going back to DickSummer.com click on the Bedtime Stories album and then the CD Baby icon. Or you can check out the whole album if you like the same way. That'd be good. Gotta go and write the Reconnection blog right now. Where the heck did I put my glasses? Good night.